drink cinema. Cheese. Welcome to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. We are two out of three brothers reviewing movies two drinks at a time. This week we are reviewing two movies. Two movies, two cocktails, two drinks, two cinemas. Separate episodes, mm. uh, but we have two movies for you this week. Hello, Brett. How are you? I am good, Lee. How are you? I am good, but I am not. But I am uh, good. I must, but, but I, I cannot. Am not. Oh, God, this movie is bad. Um, okay, so we are reviewing Robot <laughs> Monster or Robot Monster. If you talked about robots in the 50s, it is 70 years old this year. And my husband, because he knows how much I like the movie, found on Kickstarter a 70th anniversary oh. remaster of the movie Gosh. in original 3D, Ooh. Uh, which is very exciting. So I've been trying to get this on the list all year. Mm. Uh, and so we've just kind of finally caved in, shoved it onto the end of Halloween because mm. the land before time only goes for an hour and seven minutes and Robot Monster only goes for an hour and nine minutes. Yes. So it's like one movie. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. So uh, Robot Monster, 1953. mm Moon Monsters Launch Attack Against Earth is the tagline. Okay. Which I was thinking, like... Is that right? Yeah. The moon, like... Do they say they're from the moon? No. Okay, good. But the I was moon, like, did I miss a scene? They say like- they're from the planet Roman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're like what... If you are a sci-fi fan and, or if you've watched any Star Trek, the Borg is like one thing. From the planet Borg. Yeah. They're like that, but pre-Star Trek. Yeah. But it just shows, like the 50s, the moon was still so far away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like people had no idea what was on the moon. Yep. 15 years later, they discovered it was nothing. But Or didn't they? They could. Well, in the Hollywood studio where they filmed it, they could... Um, Convince people that there were scary monsters on the moon. Yeah. In the early 50s. Yeah. It's interesting movie. Uh, look, <laughs> you, and you know what we're going to need to get through it? A drink. A drink. That could be just as bad as the movie. Okay. <laughs> look, I have based this off a cocktail that I found called a Dirty Robot. Okay. Um, because, hey, he's a little bit dirty. Why do you call me at this time? <laughs> call me later. Show me the girl Alice again. <laughs> um, before now show we, me with her clothes off. <laughs> before we go any further, the movie only goes for an hour. Yeah. If you have not seen it, there is a link to it on YouTube. It's past the point of having to pay for it. Uh-huh. Uh, there is a link to it on YouTube. It'll only take an hour of your life. We highly recommend this movie. Yes. Um, and so please watch it. Uh, so that you can enjoy this episode. We'll be here when you get back. Yeah. Because that's how podcasts mm. work. Welcome back, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> this is my uh, cocktail that I've made up called um, Great Guidance. Great Guidance, yes. And cause- Great Guidance. Yeah. Have you calculated the ingredients? What have you calculated as the ingredients of this uh, cocktail? Well, there's plenty of bubbles. Yes. Uh, it's got soda water in it. Yep. And then it's got Southern Comfort. Okay. Rum. I assume it's sitting somewhere in the south. There's it's, a canyon. Uh, it's a rocky picnic area. Yep. Yep. Uh Rum, grenadine, and lime uh, lime juice. Okay. Just a touch of the lime juice. Um, it does have bubbles. Yeah. So. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, Let's we dropped that in. How we yep. go. Oh, I, I did. Why not? Nope. Oop, no. Nah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> what do we have on the Future. shelf that can make it better? Oh, fuck. Thanks. Vodka. <laughs> a lot, a lots and lots of vodka. Um, for future reference, anybody listening, um, Grenadine and Southern Comfort, not great. They're, they're just not a str- It's not a strong flavour. Well, I think the soda water. Well, actually. Let me soda water has no flavour. 
Yeah. It tastes almost medicine-y. It's got about as much flavor as Slick Slaven. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Can I talk about that? Yeah, yeah talk about Slick Slaven, please. So if you've watched this on the YouTube, you won't have probably seen this, but I'll no. link also uh, to this on YouTube. Slick Slaven was a 1950s... Uh, American vocalist, songwriter, actor, nightclub comic, television writer, and author. Ooh. Okay. Slick Slavin. Uh, he was born Trustin Howard. So Slick Slavin isn't a character of Trustin Howard. Slick Slavin is a character of Trustin Howard. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Right. So he was born... Oh, Howard Trustin Slavin. Oh, Jesus. So he's in just Chicago, slick. Illinois. It's and then... Changed his actor name to Trustin Howard, but then Slick Slavin was his nightclub singer personality. <laughs> okay, right. Not, I think I'm following you. Not nightclub singer like we think about these days. It's either a drag Jessica queen Rabbit. or whoever oh. just got rejected from Big Brother. Oh, like, not that kind Capshaw. of nightclub. Yeah, not yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like a, a bit cabaret nightclub. Yeah, yeah, in the fifties. So, like Frank Sinatra Jr. when he's on Family Guy. And him and Stewie and Brian open a Italian restaurant where they sing. Okay, sure. I I would like to know the thinking behind putting a close to ten minute cabaret spot on before a horror sci fi film in nineteen fifty three. That in the previews. What it is. 3D was reasonably new, so I feel mm. like this was a bit of like, hey, watch this guy just be in 3D for a second and get used to it. Yeah. But what it is is him doing a song and during the song impersonates Hollywood men. Yep. So Jimmy Cagney, Cary Grant, Humphrey Bogart. James Stewart was James in there. James Stewart and a couple of others. Peter 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 Laurie, which wasn't yeah, that great. No. Because he's really easy. That wasn't great either, but I'm not Thurston Howell III or whatever his name was. What was his name? Trustin Howard. No, okay. He, and in keeping with the low budget of Robot, Robot Monster, mm. this was filmed outside in front of a quilt. Oh, was it? Yeah. Was it actually? Because that's what it looked like. It was. Oh, okay. <laughs> and you know how I worked out? It was just they stuck a couple of cameras outside a soundstage and pressed record. Not pressed record. Yeah. Started the film. <laughs> yeah. Was we both looked at each other and was like, what the fuck is going on here? When a plane, there was a random shot of a plane flying overhead. Then when it went back to him, you could still hear the plane. So that plane that they randomly cut to was literally, they were outside and a plane flew overhead, but they could only do one take. So Trustin Howard, Slick Slavin, made a joke about the plane and then kept singing his song. Yeah. I'm going to find it on YouTube and link to it in the episode description because that, ladies and gentlemen, and everybody listening, was the opening to Robot Monster if you went to see it at the cinema in 1953. And if you got through that, you were in for a treat. Yeah. Which a few people did. It made a million dollars. Off a... $16,000 budget. Yeah, yeah. You couldn't couldn't make a movie for $16,000 these days. You couldn't do anything for $16,000 these days. Can't I mean, you mean pay you could, your rent? Yeah, you, know, you, you could for a beer. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, the restoration God. that I watched is actually very good. Like yeah. they've scanned the thirty-five mil negatives again and done a full restoration of it. It actually looks really good, better than you will have watched it on YouTube. My apologies. Well, you know what doesn't help as well? Mm. Ads. Oh, true. <laughs> true. It's like what? Oh, fucking ads. Yeah, YouTube ads. So, one more thing about the Slick Slavin. I was thinking, like, he keeps looking down during the song. I'm like, are the words underneath? He's, he's checking the words. But then I remembered, in those old theatres, it's like a stage, stage theatre. Mm. So, the screen is up and you are sitting down. Not like these days where you are up, stadium mm. style. Yeah. And the, the screen is down. So, that I thought was an interesting thing of the time. Speaking of that, we need to go to the Astor again. Yeah, we do. Mm. Yeah, we'll do that. Cool. So then, now, on with the show, as Slick Slavin says, not in a Bugs Bunny kind of way. 
Do you think that there are a couple of people that were a little bit embarrassed um, to be associated with this movie, so made up names? (laughs) Yeah. Like the writer Wyatt Ordung and one of the producers, Al Zimbalist. Very interesting. But getting into the story, right? It shouldn't take long. Straight away, (laughs) the 50s... Such a different time. You can just let your children play in a canyon unsupervised. Yeah. Walk up to... to, Just walk up to strangers. Two strangers that are digging, not even digging, just chipping away at a cave and go, you need to die. You're dead. Then the old man just gets the the boy to sit on his lap. Mm. Yeah. No issues there. Nope. The son... So then the ladies come and find the son... And the younger son says to the scientist, this is my sister. Bet you'd like her. Yeah. <laughs> then, Are we still giving away horny points? Then they go back this is to off their the charts. Um, picnic <laughs> spot. Why the fuck would you have a picnic there? What? Okay. <laughs> Surely there is a flatter service that isn't rocky. But like... And also, yeah, at the get, bottom of a ravine. If you're going to have a nap after it. Yeah. Which I don't know if it's real or not. Um, <laughs> like, maybe a bit more comfortable area, a bit of shade. A cushion? Like, there was, you know, at one stage when Roman was tiptoeing up a hill, there were some <laughs> nice grassy areas that yes. they could have picnicked yes, on. But instead, they're at the bottom of a ravine on the rocks having a picnic. And that's when the son asks another one of his... Pretentious questions. Are we ever going to have a new dad around the house? <laughs> Mum, you're not doing a good enough job. We need a dad. Yeah. This I... is so written by a man. Oh, yeah. God. Then well, it's the 50s. So. They go down to have their nap and. <laughs> not yeah. Donald Duck. Not Donald Duck. I was going to say that sounded like Donald Duck. <laughs> He didn't make an appearance in the montage of things fighting each other. Yeah, he did. He was attached to Bugs Bunny and rolled around on the dirt for a bit. Um, that means something bad is happening. And lightning. also... And the flashing. And the right? flashing. And bubbles. Which I can imagine in 1953... In 3D? Did that look good in 3D? Quite effective. Mm. Quite effective. Because when I was watching it on YouTube on a Sunday afternoon... <laughs> Even the baby crocodile with the fin super glued oh. to its back looked very effective at uh, fighting with that random lizard. I don't, I, I don't get why this scene is in at this point of the movie, right? I'm like, yep. are we being forced to time travel back to dinos- back through dinosaur times? Uh huh. To as the German doctor says, the time before people could read or write. Right? Yes. <laughs> Odd. Yeah. Yeah. But we're not because the when Roman starts to talk, he says they had their atomic weapons. So we're in the now time. It's modern. It's a, it's yeah. a modern thing. So anyway, that but zappity... But then the flashy somehow represents dinosaurs. Zappity, zappity, time flashing negative happens. Right? Is that just happening in the kid's head? Then... The bubble machine is on. Love it. The bunny ears are on a radio. Love it. And there's a mirror with a couple of lights around it. And then out walks the monster in his gorilla suit with a diving helmet on. Gorilla and a cardboard, not actually a diving helmet, a paper mache diving helmet in which is the face with a stocking over it. That is our antagonist, folks. Love it. But do you remember once there was a Halloween or a... Was it was some party we were going to go as it was a dress up party, and you really wanted to go with Roman. I did really want to go as Roman. Like, I just need a gorilla suit, yeah, and I can make a helmet, yeah. And I'm like Lee, nobody will get it. Doesn't matter. I'll, I should have gone this year so I can promote this mm. podcast. At the Halloween party I went to recently, they did a horror movie quiz, uh-huh. and every answer that was a movie that we'd done, I was like reviewed on Two Drink Cinema. Yeah. Everybody should listen to Two Drink Cinema. Somebody was at work the other day was like. I watched um, Halloween the other day. I'm like, oh, but so did I. Yeah. The first question was something and the answer was The Exorcist. I'm like, this episode came out yesterday. Everybody should listen. And I was like, and then I was like, well, I don't find horror movies scary because I'm a sociopath. And yeah. then I was like, yeah. yeah. Follow us on TikTok. That's mm. where we have done that diagnosis. 
I'm going to give it one positive for this section. You're going to say star then? No. Yeah. (laughs) The script of this isn't that bad. Of Roman explaining to Great Guidance how he has killed most of the humans. Yeah, with his death ray. Yeah. Like Calcinator ray. It gets to the point and it's like Earth is our only rival and explains how we're in this time where they're the only people left and Roman Roman is trying to wipe out all the humans. It does that without being clunky Mm. and too much clunky exposition, Yeah, which I liked. The rest of the script, not so good. We're getting told at this point just the things that have happened, Yeah, which is fine. Was the flashy, flashy them dying, the the Earth dying? Could have been. But then why Why do we need why a lizard finding a baby alligator with a fin stuck to it? Yeah, and a anyway. volcano. And then, yeah, triceratops. Stop motion triceratops, which yeah. would have been impressive in the 50s. Mm. Um, Stop trying to... <laughs> why the fuck would either the kid or Roy go to the cave? Uh, to kill him. We could just kill him, Dad. That's what the kid said at one point. Yeah. Maybe maybe we could kill him, hey, Pa? They could. No, he is impervious to everything. Mm. But also, but he's weakening. thanks to the antibiotics, yeah. they are also impervious to the calcinator death, the thanks, calcinator death ray. Thanks to a certain vaccination they got. Yeah. For polio at the time. That's, <laughs> I'm trying to think of something that was maybe, in the 50s. Maybe that vaccine is why the daughter looks like that. <laughs> Which one? The young one with the face. <laughs> she didn't react well to the thing. So oh, yeah. we find out that the antibiotics and the little zaps passing between the wires around the what they call a house <laughs> is the reason that Roman can't find them or kill them. I, yeah. Then this is the point where Brett obviously has gone, this film was written by a man. Roy comes back and says... You're so bossy, you ought to be milked before you come home at night. Then And then she goes, oh, well. And then as they're trying to rewire the view screen, he says, you're either too beautiful to be so smart or too smart to be so beautiful. And then that's when she falls in love with him. Yeah, she's like, (laughs) we did get along, didn't we? Maybe we should get married later when you've got your shirt off. Maybe we should have sex in the random ravine. Yeah. I um, Google just piped up as interested in sex <laughs> in the random sex ravine. In the ravine, <laughs> Adam Ravine was like, "Yes, please." Adam it's ravine. interesting they that the mum is a mum, right? And Justin, the mum's a grandma. Yeah, well, I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> but Alice, yeah, is a woman in the fifties, <laughs> yes. right? But has a job and he's has a purpose and he's very intelligent. But that doesn't stop Roy from saying you're so bossy you ought to be milked before yeah. you come home at night. It's really odd. Mm. Then we get to some of the best special effects, right? Because Roy is like, we've got a rocket with these two other random guys that are going to fly with the uh, Moderna to the space platform, <laughs> uh-huh. right? Um, <laughs> the space platform... Is a kid's toy plane uh-huh. stuck on a, a pad- pad- chopstick? Yeah, yeah, and a sparkler shoved up its clacker, <laughs> and the space platform. I don't know about space travel, right? And I don't know about orbit, but it's moving very quickly above uh-huh. the Earth uh-huh. and a lot, burning probably excess fuel that it shouldn't need to burn with that sparkler up it, and it's going. Then a stock footage of a rocket represents these two guys taking the vaccine up to the space platform, but Roman finds out. Uh-huh. And Great Guidance sticks Goes. his fingers out and puts the calcinator death ray on from the moon or Roman. Through his hands. Through his hands. Like the Emperor in Star Wars. Yep. That's where George Lucas got it from. Yep. And zaps the rocket. Then just as it goes, that's, that's much, much better. better. Thank yeah. you. Just <laughs> as it goes, <laughs> we see the guy's hand holding up the space yes. platform. And I remember that <laughs> being visible. So when that happened, I was like, oh my God, you can see a hand soon. There it is. Yep. Yeah. 
And when we first saw this, it was on the, as they call it, and it's true, the Astor Super Screen. So that sound, that hand was huge. Yes, it was the size and of a Everybody building. laughed. Yeah. I um, loved when they did that, the Astor. They did this with Plan 9 from Plan Outer Space. Plan 9 from Outer Space, so good. The one that worked. Um, then we're back in what they call the house. And what they call a, let's find a location to film in. This this can be a house. Yeah. It's got somewhat yeah. walls. And it looks like nobody's going to charge us anything to be here. Yeah. And we can put some barbed wire around it and claim that as a shield. The randomly German father uh-huh. and the mother have mm-hmm. been together for 20 years. Uh-huh. 23 years. 23 years. How old do we reckon that makes Alice? Uh 20, she definitely 20, looks older than 23. Uh, she looks 22 and nine months. Yeah. Shotgun. That doesn't... Well, they had to try repopulate the planet. Oh, no, that's why they had the two kids. Yeah, but they're very old, the parents. Anyway. They are. It was weird casting for me. They contact Roman to try and strike a deal. Yeah. And we'll go peacefully. Carla just looks like this. <laughs> Fucking Carla. <laughs> Then Alice wants to go, and so they just tie her up. Yeah. They're like, you're not going, I'm going to tie you up. And then they're so busy tying Alice up that Johnny just runs off. Yeah, again. idiot. Um, and the dad goes, oh, basically, what a fucked up family I have. <laughs> this one yes. wants to leave. This one keeps running off. This, this one Carla. looks like she's shitting herself all the time. What a fucking family I have. And my wife is old. For a short movie, yep. so Roman comes out to look for them, to meet them. And goes. But for an, a movie that's an hour and seven minutes or whatever it is, they spend a lot of time filming Roman walking up a hill. I <laughs> love it, Lee. I'm like, he's getting a calf workout. He's on his tippy toes. Can he not move his arms in the I, costume, do you think? Or is I'm, that a look? I'm going to assume that he can't move his arms in the costume. Yeah. And... I don't. I don't know if it's. I loved it. Just the image of him tiptoeing up the side of a hill, <laughs> like Kate Bush. Like, <laughs> my gosh, tiptoeing up that hill to make a deal with a German, <laughs> to make a deal with Johnny because he meets Johnny. Yeah, and Johnny just looks over a wall of what could be another house. Yeah, um, but I can't. Literally this far away yeah, yeah. from that we are, but I can't reach and you. He tries to reach, can't reach. Also can't run away. Run, chase him after run. No. Um, Johnny gives it everything away. Well, yeah, and runs yeah. off. Okay. And then so he, he just but goes. He does this, 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 this. Oh, and then stops. <laughs> and then he realizes that he's given it all away. So Johnny runs away. Roman tries to chase him, but he can't. So he, he just stands it. there, he shakes his, his leg fist, day. and walks off. Yeah. yeah. Ron, uh, Roy, while. Um, Roy and Alice are out looking for Johnny. Just takes his shirt off, mm-hmm. and then they have sex in, in amongst in the, bush. the bushes. Yeah. I we watched this. I reckon we watched this last year, but we didn't review it. I've I've watched uh, this recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I the not sex scene. The, did it as, go for very long in your version? Uh no. Because no, they they were talking, and then he had his shirt off, and then they cut to something else. Did they, they cut, cut to the, Johnny coming home? Johnny coming home, and Roman walking up the hill, and then it cut back to them, and they were like, "Let's go home." No, in this full version, there's long. It's longer. Oh. It's two movies in a row where I watched the director's cut. Obviously, if this movie had a director, the <laughs> they it's it's weird because there's like. Them looking at each other, and it's a bit panto or mm-hmm. silent film. They're not yeah. talking, saying things, and she keeps trying to look away, and he very awkwardly keeps kind of pulling her head back towards him. Yeah. Then it cuts to Roman walking up the hill. <laughs> yeah. Then it cuts back to them. Hectic xylophone. And yes. It was doing that. Violin, xylophone. Violin, yeah. xylophone. Yeah. Okay. So it was longer for yours then. Yeah. I think by that point I'd kind of tuned out. And then they have sex, presumably. Uh-huh. They do. They get back to the, the mum knows as well. They get back to what they call a house, and Johnny goes, "What have you been doing?" 
And then the mum goes, isn't it obvious? <laughs> I've got sex hair and he still yeah. doesn't have a shirt on. Yeah. And then he goes, let's get married with my shirt off still. What well, She puts a veil on and he's still shirtless. 50s. And she's 50s. wearing white, which she shouldn't be anymore. They were so distracted by the wedding that, that Carla just runs off. Fucking Carl, like it, the dad's right. Yeah, like this family's fucking stupid. Yeah, I wrote in my notes. Alice and I want to get married, and I wrote why. It seems so stupid in the movie, just to like stop for a wedding. Because we need more romance in this well, movie. Then I wrote every every sci-fi action movie has some random stop for love. Does Plan Nine? Oh, the roses of the cheeks of her, yeah. the planted yeah. of the father of the daughter's son. Yeah. yeah. The roses that she planted in her garden remind him only of the roses in her <laughs> cheeks or something. No, the roses she had planted with her hands. <laughs> anyway, we're getting off topic. We're getting off topic. All right. I'm going. Well, I think I, actually, I think oh, I've. That's it. That's the end of the movie, isn't it? Well, just about. So they get married. Carla just stands there and waits for Roman to kill her. Yes. Because she's an idiot. But she's just dead. Then he throws Roy off a cliff once Roy and Alice find him. Because mm-hmm. they go on a honeymoon. What the fuck? <laughs> Where are they going? Niagara Falls? <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is nowhere near where they are. This is no. like California. No. That's where Superman and Margot Kidder go. In the second one, apparently. Yeah, which I thought was the first one. <laughs> um, Alice gets kidnapped by Roman. Alice, Alice, and then she puts up a bit of a struggle, but then she's like, Ugh, whatever. But then she I'm turns tired from sex. flirty very quickly. She goes, mm-hmm. Then she's like, ooh, show me your energy source, baby. And then he's like, no, the phone's ringing. Oh. I'm gonna, like no, no, the, I'm gonna. The, look at the phone. Look at the girl. Yeah. Look at the phone. Look at the girl. Then he gets the rope. I'll tie her up. Oh, this is taking too long. Yep. Let me just knock her unconscious That's, and then answer the phone. It's one of my favourite bits. And then, why do you call me at this time? The great guidance is cock blocking romance. Call me. Call me later. Call me at some other time. But great guidance doesn't take no for an answer. And he says, you much like Roy, you're sounding like a human, not a romance. Not a romance. Then Ooh, racism. He tries to convince Roman to let one human live, yeah, so we can. Then yeah. great guidance is like, no, ends the call, end the humans, or I'll end you. Yep. Then my favorite line: to laugh, feel, want. Why are these things not in the plan? At what point on the graph do must and cannot meet? I must, yet I cannot. cannot. How do you calculate that? <laughs> That whole, he goes, I must, what a yet I cannot. At what point on the graph do must and cannot meet? What graph, mate? What graph are you making? Some sort of like... The calculation graph. The calculation of where human science and love meet. Yep, that's what he's looking for. But um, but he just found that emotion. He's never had that emotion before. But the, by now, Great Guidance has had enough. Great Guidance is like... And he's just like, fuck this, bitch. Like, ends the world. Why, you know, if you can't do it yourself, like, yeah, come yeah. on. Can't get good help, help these days. Hard to find. And he zaps the whole of the earth and the crocodile fights the lizard again and the triceratops stop motion fight mm, again. And there's prehistoric reptiles and an armadillo. <laughs> and um, <laughs> the volcanic eruption. A volcanic eruption, and then Johnny wakes up. And it was all a dream. And you were there, and you were there, and you were there. And then they end up- And unfortunately, Johnny did not have the career of Judy Garland. Yeah. (laughs) And um, still in real life, Alice and Roy went off to have sex. Yeah. And Carla didn't die. Do we think that the German doctor joins the family? Because Johnny wants a new dad. I reckon they. Uh, I reckon they all then go live together in the house in the ravine. No, but in like a in a real <laughs> in a house. real house. Do you think th- this is very against type for a child of a single mum? Right. Yeah. In most media, the child of the mum is like you're not my real dad. Yeah. Whereas in yeah, this, yeah. he's like, oi, give me a bloody dad already. Give me a dad. I want to sit on his lap. Yeah, I want to sit on this random German's lap in a cave. 
What I liked from the very start is Alice and the mum, before the dream starts, mm. Alice and the mum are looking and Johnny's just like, I'm here in the cave. Like, that's just a normal place for an eight-year-old boy to be. Yeah. Like, oh, we're here in the cave. Of course you are. Why? What, where else would you be? What a little shit. Go to a park with a playground. Go to a park with grass. <laughs> if you're going to have a picnic, go to a park with grass. So, that is Robot that's like, Monster. That's like me going to, oh, I'm going to go to a picnic. Yep. And I won't go to Footscray Park. I'll sit on Ballarat Road. So let's go to the old quarry. Yeah, let's go to the tip instead. It's like, like yeah, things that are close. It's like instead of going to Brimbank Park, I'll just go a little bit further up the up Keelor Park Drive and sit in the old quarry in yeah. Keelor. Yeah. Idiots. Maybe I'll find a Roman and or a husband. Yeah. How right. do you calculate that? How do you calculate that? That is not in the plan. Not doing bad on the impersonations. Donald yeah. Accidental Donald After Duck Donald and Duck. Roman. <laughs> yeah. So that is the story of Robot Monster. In terms of tropes, it kind of fits. I think B-grade is very just yep. from the something to do with space. And space is bad. Well... Space was the thing. It was the it was the new thing, and they often say when about sci-fi stories is you set it just ahead. It, it, it's most effective when you set it not far ahead of where science fact is. Mm. So space exploration was a new thing. They were already sending people to space in the early fifties, uh, or they were about to. I don't know my history that well, and so. Our, our knowledge of the universe was expanding. Yeah. And so things scary could be in this unknown universe. Yeah. Like now they've got the uh, movie The Meg because we're oh. starting to understand what's going on in the deep water. Liam, so Jason Statham's yeah. going to fight a big shark. Liam, if you're listening, you finally got a Meg <laughs> shout out. He fucking loves that movie because of how terrible it is. Uh. We tried to watch it once. We couldn't get through it. Um, All right. What is the impact? Should of- we do some awards? <laughs> <laughs> Look, there was surprisingly a few things. Look, yeah. it, its biggest impact is that it's a cult thing now. Mm, but mm. the fact that it is now one of these movies that is so bad, yep. it is remembered for being so bad. Yes. Great. Um, which is correct. Like Plan 9 Plan from Space that I'm space. wearing and The Shining like you are wearing. The Shining's good. <laughs> no, I know. Um... A scene from this film was used in the Cars music video for the song You Might Think. In Power Rangers Zeo episode Invasion of the Ranger Snatchers, a romance costume can be seen. Fantastic. In the Rocco's Modern Life episode Popcorn <laughs> Pandemonium, Rocco and Heather watch an, watch an old movie and Roman is in it. Oh, okay. Um... The film was featured in a 1986 episode of the Cannes Film Festival, um, which is a comedy, like, motion picture TV series um, that was on, like, late night US television. It did one season in okay. 1986. Yeah, right. Um, and I think it was just, like, um, it took, obviously took a name from Cannes Film Festival. Mm. And it was just like, we're going to show you shit movies. Great. I wish it would come back. Let's do it. Yeah. In the 2010 animated film Megamind, <laughs> the character Minion, voiced by David Cross, yep. resembles Roman. Okay. This is maybe a bit of a stretch, some of these. Um, and that's about it. <laughs> wow. It made a million dollars from a $16,000 budget. That is a box office success. That's pretty good. Like, if I could turn $16,000 into a million dollars, I'd be pretty happy with that. That's true. And that's now. Four, not four days work. years ago. 70 years ago. Yeah, for four days. How do they film? Well, it shows that they filmed this in four days. Yeah. By the fact that they used the... Um, and one of those was making the Bubble Master 3000 or whatever. Bubble Master 3000. What was it called? Yeah. Oh. Um, Let's see. Something worth $1 million... In Billion Bubble Machine. 
it was would called? in 2023. Oh, okay. That doesn't help me. Reserve Bank of Australia. The film holds a 36% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes, which is pretty high, based on 14 reviews. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's not many. Do you want to know how much a million dollars in um, money would be worth now? Uh, 7.5. 1953. If in 1953 a million dollars would be worth now, 11.5 million dollars. Jesus. Off a $16,000 budget, $184,000 budget. Mm. That's pretty good. Yeah. If you made a $184,000 movie and it took $16 million at the box office, you'd go, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. I don't mind that Roman has one scene used five times in the film. Yep. I must, yet, yet I, I cannot. cannot. How do you calculate that? Shall we calculate some Let's... awards? Okay, yeah. <laughs> Look. <laughs> there right. aren't really any extras. All right, so I'm going to give the... Well, okay. So I've got this. I have a nomination extras. for my worst extra. Yep. I'm going to say both of these extras. Uh-huh. And then we can decide who's the best and worst. Okay. All right. Carla. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Right, is yeah. one of them. I think the I know other one you're leading. is the guy walking across the top of the hill in the background of the shot that isn't meant to be there. <laughs> oh my god, I missed that. <laughs> I thought you knew about that one. Maybe I had seen it before. I didn't notice it this time. Maybe that's can when I, I was in the toilet. Guess yours. Uh yeah. The guy holding up the stick of their space <laughs> walker. No, <laughs> Carla. Yep, is is my a nomination for worst extra. Yeah, okay. And my best my best extra nomination. I'm skipping ahead. Is for great guidance. The dinosaur, and by dinosaur, I mean the alligator with the fin stuck on its back. <laughs> is um. It is also, you, this is a hand you can't see, right? This is a hand you can't see. But it's obvious that someone is holding the tail of that alligator oh, going, and turning them yeah, around so yeah, they yeah, look yeah. like they're fighting. Can I best nominate that animals. guy? Oh, no, that's best production assistant. Best, best boy. Best boy. Best Key boy grip. Because you have to, have a, had to yeah. grip it, yep. Um, Can we give worst extra to Carla? Okay, worst extra to Carla. Does that mean the guy walking along the top of the hill is best extra? <laughs> All right, worst extra is Carla. Best extra is the crocodile <laughs> or alligator. I it's didn't a look dinosaur, that Lee. It's a very rare dinosaur. Crocodile with fin slash dinosaur, or is it the armadillo? <laughs> Armadillo. <laughs> Can it be the armadillo, actually? That's great. Um, so the Andy Millman from Ricky Gervais's Extra's Worst Extra goes to Carla. and He's, Which is pretty stiff, but she's terrible. It's yeah. basically, he makes well change it from Worst Extra to Worst Character. <laughs> yeah, okay. Basically. Um, and the uh, Estelle Reiner Best Extra Award goes to the crocodile with the fin. He gets a lot of screen. He get probably gets more screen time than Carla. Yeah, more screen so. time. He's got. He's more expressive than Carla. Um, <laughs> that, yeah, that shot where they roll the lizard off, and he just sits there and goes, "Ah, <laughs> what do I do now?" No, maybe he is also best extra because we do like. If he was a human, not a human, yeah, a human, he'd be going, "Ah, no, he'd be one of the ones that are like." Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he beat the lizard. Yeah, we love so a yeah be like, guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The uh, Halle Berry X Men Worst Line Award. (laughs) You ready? I've got. Are we ever going to get a new dad around the house? I've, yeah. I've got. Bet you'd like her. Yes. Those two, um, you're so bussy, you need to be milked before you come home at night. You're so bussy, you ought to be milked before you come home at night. Yes. Um, I also wrote Rome. Johnny says to Roman, you looked like a pooped out pinwheel. Yes. The doctor says, if Roman wants no. us, okay. he should calculate us. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> um, I had something from the dad as well. Carla dies. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> we enjoyed her as long as she was with us. <laughs> She's six. That was basically her <laughs> eulogy. That was just... Oh, 
We enjoyed her as long as she was with us. Moving on. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, they move on quicker from her death than they do from the wedding. <laughs> yes. Like the funeral is shorter they than didn't the have wedding. A, they didn't have a funeral. They had a fucking honeymoon, though. <laughs> um, I wrote this, but I regret it because I want to move it into best line. There I must, know best but line, I cannot. But... <laughs> How do you calculate that? My best line, if, even though that's not a category... My best line is, you're thinking like a who-man, not a ro-man. Yeah, that's true. Mm. At what point on the graph? <laughs> no. So what's the worst line? I think it's you, you're so bossy, you ought to be milked before you come home at night. Yeah. One, okay. sexist. Two, that's not a phrase. Yeah. That's not like a been in the saying. 50s. So cow's bossy? What does that mean? I don't know. God. The I am your father most iconic scene. Okay. It's far from an iconic movie. Uh, yeah. But I am nominating him standing in the cave entrance with the bubble machine going. Yeah. I am nominating the dinosaur fighting scene. And to be clear, I mean the scene where the lizard fights an alligator with a fin stuck on its back. <laughs> Not the triceratops. Not the motion. triceratops, but I'll chuck in a bonus point for an armadillo. <laughs> Is another iconic scene... Shirtless wedding. How many movies have a shirtless wedding? True. Him standing at the um, view screen and the light from the view screen comes from behind the view screen. Yes. Behind the bit of cardboard. I think that the first time you kind of see Roman come out of the cave and the bubbles are going and everything, mm -hmm. that's pretty iconic. All right. Even though it wasn't on my list. But and the music. Dung, dung, I will say... Dung. The music's okay. Decent music, yeah. Yeah. I, I tell you what, that xylophone player worked overtime. I hope he got paid the majority of the $16,000. We only played it once, and then they just used it 18 times. But it's bloody good. Yeah. It's yep. good. A lot of xylophone in 50s sci-fi. Yeah, it was a hit new thing, xylophones. Wasn't. One thing about this movie... I was chatting to a friend about the fact that I was watching it and that it's 70 years old. And he's like, oh, I don't think I've ever watched a movie that old. You have. I know. And I said straight away, Wizard of Oz? He goes, yeah. I said, that's 1939. Yeah. He's like, what? Snow White. So when you think like the the Wizard of Oz 1939, mm. watch that with Robot Monster 1953. Yeah. It's not so much... Uh, an advancement in technology, it's money. Yeah. And putting more effort and production value. Shall we do a top five? We shall. Because we are reviewing Robot Monster uh -huh. this week for Two Drink Cinema, we are going to do a top five movies that are so bad they're good. Yes. And this was tricky. It was tricky. I, because I, I looked up lists and I'm like, I haven't, I know these movies are bad. The Room. Like that, yeah, right? Yeah. But I haven't seen that. Yeah. So I can't put that on my list. There were some that came up a lot on lists, like Elf, uh, The Elves, Troll 2. Troll 2. Um, the Room, we said. Um, that one, Battlesh Battleship Earth or something. Battlefield Earth with John Travolta. Manos, the hands, Thanos, the hands of fate, or not yeah, Thanos. Manos, the hands of fate, yeah. nineteen sixty-six. Which I was like, I'm pretty sure they got referenced in a Family Guy episode That's or something. Topped a lot of lists. That That's I like, well, it's got zero. It's a zero percent yeah. approval rating yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm going to start with one that's that might be controversial. So yes. controversial that I put a question mark after it when I typed the list in. Uh huh. Flash Gordon. Okay, I haven't it's not seen a great that. movie, but I really like it. Okay, I have something that could be controversial. Okay, it is um, a classic. Yeah, it's part of my childhood. We watched it at the early on in our two drink cinemas. Mm. Spice World that featured on a lot of lists too, and I was going to give that an honourable mention. It's bad. I don't think it's meant to be good though. But it's enjoyable because it's camp. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think it's meant to be good. No. Like, it's meant to be bad camp. Yeah. Yeah. But, but that was an honourable mention for me, Spice World. Okay. 
I'll say uh, my honourable... Spice World. Okay. Spice World was our one attempt at a watch-along episode. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't go well for us and all the listeners. Do you want my number four? I Please. It's got an 11% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Is it burlesque? But I really like it. Oh, okay. Batman and Robin. Okay. <laughs> it's, it is, again, camp. Mm-hmm. And I've, I think I'm pretty sure I've said it before on the podcast. If you made the two Tim Burtons and went, that's two movies. And then yeah. you made the two other ones. Yeah, the Schumachers. Went, that's two movies. Yeah. People would go, okay, this one's the camp one. This yeah. one's the dark one. Yeah. And then we have uh, now Robert Pattinson. The... I, I like Batman and Robin for mm-hmm. its campness, and I think if you're a fan of '60s Batman, you're a fan of it's Batman much Forever more... and Batman and Robin. Yeah, and Schumacher has said that. Like we were trying to do a bit of an homage to the campness of the '60s Batman. It's just that it happened to follow a better director in Tim Burton and a darker theme because Batman Returns is much darker than Batman. So Ooh. that's my number four: Batman and Robin. My number four. Is Mummy Dearest. Mm, featured on a lot of lists. I haven't seen it. The other one that's featured on a lot of a lot of lists that I haven't seen, but I really need to see is Showgirls. Yeah. So And Roadhouse. Oh, Roadhouse. That's just I can't watch that because that's family guy. Okay. Uh Mummy Dearest. Camp as Camp can get. Overacting to the nth degree by Faye Dunaway. Yep. And has provided a lot to co- popular culture. No more wire hangers, yada, yada, yada. Yes. All right. Number three. Mm-hmm. Sharknado. Okay. So, Sharknado <laughs> for me is an honourable mention. Oh, okay. Because it's a TV movie. Nah, it's a movie. So, it. I like Batman and Robin more. Uh-huh. But it's I a better movie. Sharknado is badder. So, it's upper in the it, list. Okay. Yeah. Well, my number three is Batman and Robin. Okay. So good. good. I think we can I guess each freeze, other's top two. I still freeze you. Are our, um, but are our two and one? And what's the other one? He goes. Poison Ivy has a good one too, but I can't she remember has, it. She has a lot of good ones. Um, is, oh. She says something like "Mother Nature's a bitch" or something. She's actually, it's actually, she's actually kind of good in it. Uma and so Thurman. they all are in that role of campness. The Iceman cometh or something, yeah, yeah. something like that. That was. That wasn't great. Number two and one. Number two. Are they the same? They're the same two movies. Are they the same order? I think potentially. I'm pretty sure we both have number two. Yeah. Robot Monster. Yes. Okay. (laughs) We do. Good. Yeah. And then number one is Back to the Future 2. (laughs) No. no. Uh, Plan 9 from Outer Space. Plan 9 from Outer Space. We are reviewing that next year. For We've sure. already done it for a Patreon I, early on, but Patreon's care. gone. So we'll do... Um, I will review it once a year. Like I tried <laughs> to squeeze in Hocus Pocus again this year, but you wouldn't let me. So Plan 9 from Outer Space is actually going to have a 50, mm. 65 year anniversary yes. next year. Uh, so we will... 1959, the year that brought us Ben-Hur and Plan 9 from Outer Space. <laughs> yes. So. Um what what other years were 1953 to compare to? What won the Oscar in From 1953? From here to eternity. Wow. One, yeah, it was a decent movie. Gentlemen Prefer Blondes, mm. Julius Caesar, Disney's Peter Pan. Yeah. Uh, Tokyo Story From Here to Eternity, Roman Holiday. Yes. House of Wax. Starlight 17. Calamity Jane. Mm. Oh, with Doris Day. Yeah. <gasps> she did. She will be now. I've said her name. You know my curse is back. Yeah, didn't you kill Michael Gambon? No, I killed Cal Wilson. <gasps> Allegedly. Not, oh, no. D- not, <laughs> somebody just flicked on and said that. That's not. It's a curse I have where I'm I watch somebody in something. just going to highlight that for yeah. TikTok. Oh. <laughs> um, and so I watch somebody in something and then they die. <gasps> How long ago did I watch Friends? Yeah, oh dear. Uh, it was over a month no, ago. They have to be old. For your curse to be a thing. Anyway, no, let's but even move the on young ones die, like Cal Wilson. Move on to something nicer. Brittany Murphy. So, all right, Plan 9 is coming next year, so be yep. prepared for that. It is one of our favourites. Um, so that's our top five. Yes. 
It includes Flash Gordon, Batman and Robin, Sharknado, Robot Monster, and Plan 9 for me. If anybody hasn't seen Plan 9, let me know. I'll come to your house and watch it with you. If the Astor Theatre is listening, can we please have a double yes. of Plan 9 and Robot Monster again? Can we please have get back the shit movies? Yeah. They got a bit too serious for themselves. Well, now that they're owned by the Palace Cinema, they're basically like a big dendy. Yeah, so my top five to recap is Spice World, Mummy Dearest, Ratman and Robin, Robot Monster, and Plan 9 from Outer Space. Fantastic. What a list. Great list. Lots of good watching there. Not really, but yes. I think if my list shows me anything, it's that I need to watch more shit movies. Let us know in the Facebook group what your favourite bad movie is. Zombievers almost we made should my, watch. my list. Or Cocaine Bear. Megan almost made my list. Cocaine Bear's funny, though. That's a good movie. Yeah, I don't think it's meant to be good. serious no. or good. Yeah, It's not meant to be an actual horror movie about a bear that is on cocaine. Yeah, that's true. Whereas Kids Robot though. Monster is meant to be a sci-fi movie about an alien that's come from the moon or Planet Roman. Well, take your pick. Any old people listening, if you went to see it in the cinema, was it scary? Do you reckon it got released here? Could have. Do you reckon at the sun? At the sun and then the um at the, the Astor. original Astor. Gosh, I could just imagine that Astor screen with Slick Slavin on it. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of To Drink Cinema. Next day <laughs> Today we are doing <laughs> the land before time. Um so stay tuned Slightly for that. And next week. We're doing something else. Shall we put that at the end of the Land Before Time episode? Yeah, why not? Okay. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode. Like and subscribe on the YouTube or subscribe on your podcast platform and leave us a rating and review. I'm looking for some reviews to read out on the podcast. Yes, uh, please. So if you want to leave us a review, we will mention your name. That's it. Yeah. Land Before Time coming up shortly. Thanks, Brett. Thanks, Lee. Cheers. Thanks for listening to Two Drink Cinema. We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast was produced and pay our respects to elders past and present. If you'd like to support the podcasts, either leave the tip or become a member for early access to these episodes by using the link in the show notes. Join the Facebook group for more chat about the movies we review and make sure you follow us on the socials to keep up to date. Hit the subscribe button and leave us a review on your podcast app. Happy viewing and drink responsibly.